Hello everybody, welcome back to Human Nutrition and Lifestyle Podcast. Today on the podcast we've got Dan with us from Netherlands. And Dan is going to tell us all about his journey right. and what he believes is to be a healthy nutrition for humans. So Dan, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and how you found your way through nutrition. Sure, yeah. So um, I'm, I'm 35 uh, and I've been animal-based now for almost uh, two years, I would say, a year and a half perhaps. Um, and basically that means I only eat meat, fruit, and honey. Um, and, and I train a lot uh, at the same time as well. So, uh, and I found that this uh, lifestyle has actually helped me tremendously in uh, combating inflammation in particular. Um, I had some rather uh, um, persistent uh, skin issues in the past. So, so some, some rashes, for example, on my arms that always indicated that some inflammation inside my body was, uh, was going on. And uh, yeah, man, um, uh, I've been through countless doctors, dermatologists who always kind of like um, try to treat the symptoms, but never really bothered to ask questions on my nutrition, other habits that I might have, uh, my sleep hygiene, these kind of things never really came up. Uh, and obviously they would then prescribe me with some kind of topical or even antibiotics uh, um, uh, to, to kind of try and get rid of the symptoms, but never get to the core of the issue of what's actually going on. And so um, I, I got really frustrated with, with um, uh, having to deal with this. And it just, you know, came to me at some point that well, I'm just treating whatever symptom I have, but I'm not actually taking care of what might be the underlying root cause of it. Uh, and that kind of shift in thinking um, changed my whole approach to, to, to health. And uh, I started to research more on, on what could be causing these types of inflammation, etc. And then obviously rather um, uh, effortlessly, I, I would even say, uh, I came across this vast amount of information on um, the carnivore diet and 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 becoming eventually animal based after experience uh, experimenting a bit with uh, with being carnivore. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that uh, line of of inf doctors just giving you out prescribed medicine, not actually telling you anything about nutrition, not actually getting to the root cause of things just treating the symptoms lots and lots and there's lots of people going to be listening to this as well who are taking medication for a certain thing or not able to get to the root cause of what's going on in their life there's some some sort of disease or inflammation yeah. or injury then get to the root cause of it that's the only way you're ever going to cure anything and like you've done maybe take it back to the yeah. base level like to nutrition and you said that you did that you went into research you looked up things you found carnivore and then eventually went to animal base but what actually led you down the path? Why? Because there's lots of people and there's lots of different nutritions out there. There's keto, paleo. There's all sorts of kind of things, avenues you can go down. What, yeah. was, what was the main thing that sort of well, led you towards carnivore to start off with? Yeah, well, it's a good question because um, now that you ask it to me, I, I realize that it hasn't been such a straight line directly towards carnivore at all, actually. 
uh, uh, because for a few years before that, I was already kind of experimenting with, uh, oh, maybe I should go paleo, you know, and then I would do uh, a paleo for uh, well, maybe a week or, or, or even a few weeks. Um, and I would see marginal improvements maybe at best. And then I would be like validated in my conclusion that, hey, actually, of course, uh, nutrition has no impact at all on, on my symptoms. Uh, I, I'd better listen to these to these doctors and take whatever topical or, or, or you know, uh, and as I would discuss this also with others in my um, uh, group of friends or, or family even, they would all also have that conditioning of, you know, um, go to the doctors, uh, uh, take some medication that they give you and never really um, investigate as to what might be causing that. Uh, until um, I came across uh, what is the, the book by, um, uh, what's his name, Saladino, yeah. I think, on, on the carnivore diet. And then I was really intrigued by it. Uh, and I, I just thought it was a, a very convincing uh, story that, you know, to build your diet around mainly beef, um, it, it, it just made a lot of sense to me when I, when I read that book. Uh, and so I did it and, and lo and behold, after a few weeks, my symptoms all but disappeared, you know? So uh, it, it was just a revelation for me that, wow, actually, indeed, um, it does have a lot of impact what you uh, consume. And of course, your sleep hygiene and all these other things uh, also have a, have a huge importance and, and they all tie in together. But the main um uh, difference for me i would say had, had been the diet yeah so, i think it, it's really important just to reiterate the fact there that you hear a lot of people say yes i've tried keto i've tried paleo i've tried refining my nutrition it doesn't actually work well like you say there perhaps sometimes it's all about taking it as far as you can go away from what you believe to be nutrition so if somebody's thinking oh well i'll follow what a nutritionalist or a dietitian says then perhaps yeah. go the opposite way. You know, take it all the way to the extremes. That's the only way you're ever going to find out what's going on. If you're just dabbling, dipping your toe into a little bit of keto, dipping your toe into a little bit of paleo, and you're not really fully committing to it, then sure, those things are never going to work. You're never yeah. going to get to the root cause. I'm pleased yeah. you said about that because there's lots of people who, who try that out and try and just go a little bit towards it and see if it actually works, whereas no. It's nutrition. It's the foundation of your life. You've got to take it back to basics. I yeah. always promote a kind of a reset nutrition. And I speak to obviously loads of different kinds of people. And the carnivore diet is one of the top, top reset nutritions there is for anybody because it takes it right back down to basics. You eliminate lots of things, especially processed food. And I presume along your journey, then that was one of the big things that you decided to take out of your nutrition was processed foods. Exactly. I, I mean, you can't really get any more uh, restrictive than carnivore, can you? Because you're just essentially eating beef, water, salt, that's it. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, of course, lots of people then see uh, uh, their, their uh, conditions improve, which is, you know, an eye opener, of course. And then you can kind of, once you've made the switch, you know, okay, this is my baseline. Uh, I, I know I'm good on carnivore. Then you add whatever little 
uh, food you think might be uh, okay for you and and you see what whatever reaction you have and that's the way I've been experimenting over the last two years and sometimes I'll add something I think like oh I can probably have some rice or whatever you know and then uh, sure enough as soon as I do my, my symptoms uh, gradually come back and then I'm revalidated in my in my thinking saying okay no actually I need to stay away from the grains uh, and and uh, keep it uh, uh, animal based yeah that's good. That's correct. Yeah. There's lots of people will tell you out there that a nutrition is all about being balanced, but what they actually mean and what I say it is, is it's about finding your own balance. And that's exactly, exactly. what you've just described. It's exactly. bringing it back to the base level and then finding your own balance. What can you add in? What is good for you? What helps you say you say you do athletics and things. What helps you do athletics? What doesn't help you do athletics? what keeps you away from your conditions, what, what makes, the, makes them worse. And, and it's all about that. I've spoken to lots of people on the podcast who will say they're carnivore and they're absolutely carnivore, stoic. That's all they'll do all the time. That's great for them. That's what works for them. But it's not across the board for everybody. And as you found out, and as I would say to anybody else, um, then just experiment with any kind of real food. If you can get it into your nutrition, it doesn't cause you a problem. And I don't see a problem with that. I'll often yeah. shout out that it's 95%. If you can have around about the 95% of animal based, uh, then if you, if you want to add in the other 5%, that, that will put that under the bracket of lifestyle. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. And, um, you know, I get lots of questions uh, because I have this account on Instagram, animal based life form. And uh, I get lots of questions from people where they say, oh, can I have this on animal based? And I always say like, sure, you know, like why not? <laughs> Just have it and see uh, uh, what, what your reaction is like. You know, there's no rules that say you can't have this uh, uh, because otherwise you're not a pure animal based carnivore, whatever. There's lots of people who think like that. And uh, I guess all the more power to them that works for them. That's great. But I think nutrition is highly, highly personal. Uh, and your own organism or your metabolism will accept certain things and, and thrive on certain things and other things that perhaps some other people uh, thrive on will not agree with you. And then you, you, know, you should just cut it out and then you'll be, uh, yeah, you'll be all the more happier for it. Yeah, that, that's, that's absolutely right. But it's also important to say that nobody actually knows what's good for them until they go down to that base level like what we said before some people say yes i do have a balanced diet and still have all the processed foods in there and say it works for them when really they don't actually know how their body works because they've never taken it down back to base level to see how it works right like like you say something like carnivore right down strip it out for everything and then add them in that's the only way you can find out there's not you can't find out by taking things out and adding things in on the same day or swapping things around you're never going to find out that way the only way you can find out what your body functions on best is like you say strip it down and then gradually build it back up i personally stay away from from the veggies because i just noticed over over the last few years that when i do eat them they bloat me uh, and i just have this rule you know whatever i eat and i notice that it doesn't agree with me or i have some kind of uh, bad uh, reaction to it could be physically or could even be mentally, you know, 
um, I just stay away from it for a while and see whether it improves. And if it does, then I just know, okay, I, I stay clear from it. You know? yeah. well, there'll be plenty of people listening as well, thinking that it's all great for you two guys here to be talking about this, but how do they begin? How do you even begin to go from, let's say they're really, really into the processed food, having cereals, breads, pasta every day, you know, they're on the carbohydrate loading and, and they're, they're eating a lot, but how do they go from transitioning from that to something that's more of a baseline, like a, like a carnivore or a keto style nutrition that we say? Yeah. Yeah. This is a very good question. I would say there's not really a, a single way to do this. Is there that you could do it in any uh, number of ways. For example, if, if you, uh, I, I personally believe, in uh, the, the mental mindset being everything uh, uh, in your life. So if you decide one day you wake up and say, okay, I am now a carnivore, or I am now someone that doesn't eat processed foods, doesn't eat seed oils, I am someone that eats healthily, whatever that means for you, then, and reinforce that throughout the day, day in, day out, then that will become your baseline and you will uh, start to reason from that, right? That's personally how I do it. Um, and, and I find that it helps me tremendously, this mindset of just setting uh, um, uh, basically a visual image of yourself as being what you want to become, but you already are what you want to become essentially, right? So uh, that's one way to do it. And another way to do it is simply by approaching it with um, ease, yeah? So to say, okay, I'm just gonna try this animal-based uh, diet. Um, maybe you take it all the way down to carnivore because you have some symptoms and you want to uh, discover what kind of foods are causing a particular reaction for you. Um, and then, you know, you might have some bread one day. So what, it happens, you know? A lot of what I what I what I notice, for example, in a lot of uh, uh, people is that they say, "Okay, I'm gonna do a diet," and then the weekend comes around, or something happens, and it causes them to to steer off their diet and their intended path, and then they say, "Well, I've already did this now, so forget about it. It's no longer uh, uh, I'm no I'm no longer on the diet, right?" Uh, but in fact, it's just a tiny detour. You can just see it like that. And then, okay, I had some bread, fine. Back to basics and keep on trucking, man. That's that's basically the way to go. That's, that's exactly it. The, the, I, I never try and say diet because every time you say yeah. diet, people like, yeah. like you say, get it as restrictive. And what it should yeah. be is you build in your own nutrition for your lifestyle. You know, you've got to build something that you can keep going with forward and forward and forward. That's why calorie counting never works because it's just not sustainable. But if you can build it every day better, just, just build it so that you're making a smarter choice tomorrow, something better tomorrow than what you did today. You know, yeah. maybe don't have the cereal tomorrow, you know, but then if it creeps in again in a week's time, fine, just one day. And then, you know, eventually it will disappear. And that's one yeah. way to do it. That's what, that's the way a lot of people will do it is, They'll make the smarter choices and then a year down the line, imagine where you're going to be from now. If you've made 365 smarter choices, you're going to be a lot better off in a year's time. So that's one way to go. But the other way to go is, like you say, some people are really, really focused and can really go for it and, and do something in like 30 days, you know, just strip it all out and, and go full bar for it. 
I mean, it's easy for me to work with people over a period of 30 days or, or six or eight weeks and, and to really help to get in there and refine as much as possible in that time. That's why coaches like myself do programs and nutritional programs because we're trying to help you in a short period of time. But what you've got to understand is that the work happens after that. You know, you've got to carry that on. You've got to make it your habits, part of your lifestyle and carry it on. So people might say to you, might say to you, oh yeah, I've tried that and it doesn't work. And you say, but how long did you give it? You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's 1% better every day. Right. And then it becomes exponential. That's, that's something that I truly believe in, you know? Yeah. And I would say that, that if, if you are hesitant to make such a big change, because it is a really big change for a lot of people to cut out essentially everything processed and go back to basics and, and go to carnivore or, or animal based or whatever. Um, if you if that's too big of a step for you, I would say start just by cutting out everything that has any type of seed oil in it, and you'll see you know your 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 health improve with with at least 80 90 percent already because essentially that already cuts out a lot of the processed options that you have, and you'll be going back to uh, you know just whole foods, uh, and from there on, man, you can just start to discern further as to what uh, makes you feel good, you know, and do more of that. And what makes you feel bad? Do definitely do less of that. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great thing to say. <laughs> but there's there's also the lifestyle that goes along with nutrition, and I shout a lot about nutrition. But you've also got to make those changing habits in your lifestyle as well. Yeah. Um, whether yeah. that be um, the exercises you do, or you mentioned sleep earlier. Uh, tell yeah. us why sleep's so important as well. Well, if just for me personally, uh, it impacts on everything because if I don't have enough sleep, I can't train well. I don't recover as, as well, uh, which makes me feel crappy because I like to uh, give it my all when I, when I train. Uh, and it also impacts my mood. And the way I see it, um, it's my responsibility to show up for myself and, and make sure that I have enough sleep so that I can show up for others around me in my life in the way that they need me to show up. You know, I have a son. Uh, I can't be uh, running around grumpy uh, all day because I won't feel uh, as uh, connected with him or, or, or as uh, 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 willing to, to go play with him or, or something like that, you know? So he needs me to be at my best. And so it's my, uh, uh, you know, obligation really to make sure that I have enough sleep and, and recover, but in the way that I, I need to recover. So, um, yeah, so people, some, some of my friends will make fun of me, you know, it's like, ah, 9.30, 10, 10 o'clock, you're going to sleep? Like, hell yeah, bro. See you tomorrow morning, tomorrow morning and uh, um, yeah, I'll be fresh. Yeah, you know? I, I like the way you say it's your responsibility because that's exactly what it is down to everybody to take their own responsibility for the health and that starts with something like sleep you know you, you can't be able to function properly your brain won't function properly you won't be able to refine your nutrition because your brain's not functioning properly so it might want to veer over to some sugar to help it function properly and it just things fall apart when you haven't got yeah. the sleep there in your lifestyle and right. um, but there's also other uh, lifestyle things that you can do as well like exercise and uh, i don't know what your thoughts are on fasting but fasting some uh, a big part of something that just happens but it scares people off when you, you mention to them are you going to go a period without eating 
it scares people off. Tell us about um, if you do actually put fasting into your lifestyle or whether it just kind of happens. Um, yeah, well, once I got down the rabbit hole of nutrition, you know how it goes. You start with one book and you find a few more. Um, so I, I believe there was this one. I don't even know the title anymore, to be honest. Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. But it was a book on, on fasting and it's a rather famous one, I believe. Uh, and when I read that, it was just fascinating to me that, you know, in such a state of autophagy, you, you are essentially uh, uh, repairing your, your whole body from the inside out um, and just giving your body a break, really, from uh, having to process uh, all the, the food that, and, and, and drink that you consume, right? So um, that's, that's basically uh, uh, what, what drew me to it. And I make sure that, uh, you know, I do, inter I do intermittent fasting. So um, I normally skip breakfast maybe or skip dinner, depending on uh, how I feel. Uh, but I make sure that I have all my calories within the feeding uh, window that I have um according to to you know my my needs uh also because i train so much um and then i try to do at least once a month a more extended fast of maybe uh well let's say 36 hours minimum uh sometimes a bit longer yeah um and it just um it makes me feel sharp like you say sometimes you eat at the, at the start of the day and sometimes um you, you'll fast at different times of the day which is great i'll always say if you are going to fast don't do it at the same time every day or the same time every week because like anything, like exercise, your body gets used to doing the same thing over exactly. and over again and then it doesn't become as effective. So it's best to, to, to mix it up. But do you do, do you do that? Um, do you plan that or does that just kind of happen? It really just kind of happens, man. I, I listen to my body. Like actually this weekend, I felt on, on Saturday – I felt while I was eating my dinner that I wasn't really uh, in need of dinner, you know, even though I had prepared it and I had it and it was great, but I felt like, okay, um, I'm, I'm, I'm consuming this food right now, but my body doesn't really need it. Uh, and so a big part of this process also, I think, is just becoming more in tune with listening to your own body and getting these kind of signals and taking them seriously. And um, so, yeah, I said, okay, so that was about 8 p.m. on, on Saturday. Uh, and I said, okay, I'm going to do a fast now. And I, uh, I took the whole Sunday off, didn't uh, uh, eat anything. And then uh, this morning on Monday, uh, around 11.30 in the, in the a.m., I had my, my first meal after around, like, I guess, uh, 40 hours. So, and yeah, it's... Like I said, that's that's uh, all uh, just based on intuition, really. Yeah. yeah, that's great. I mean, it's like we said at the start, listen to your body and your body will yeah. tell you when it's hungry or not. The problem is yeah. lots of people are masked by that sugar and, and, and the sense of having the sugar hit, of having the dopamine hit, similar to caffeine. Sugar gives you that hit, that spike, and then insulin brings it back down and, and you end up on a roller coaster all day. So if you haven't got that, then you can listen to your body a little better. So take away the sugars, like we say, take away the seed oils, all the processed food, and then you can actually start to hear what your body is telling you, how you should be reacting, when you should be eating, listen to your hunger hormones. They'll tell you when you're really, really hungry, 
and not just when you're bored and you want something to eat. <laughs> That's a great, it's a great way to say it. I used to be actually a pretty uh, anxious guy, really. Uh, I would get nervous for no reason. Uh, and what I noticed now with this switch and just paying more attention to whatever I consume um, uh, and also paying attention to uh, consuming especially enough uh, magnesium uh, has made a huge difference as to just my overall stress levels and, and, and anxiety, really. So um, I think if you're on that roller coaster, you think, oh, I have to eat this to, to um, treat whatever symptom I have or to calm my nerves or whatever. Whereas, in fact, you're just keeping that whole uh, roller coaster alive, really. And you might have to go through a period where you adjust a bit. But in the long run, you're going you're gonna to end up uh, uh, feeling much, much better. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Well, what I was uh, thinking about earlier was the protein. I was going to talk to you about the protein because we know that our bodies need essential fats, need essential proteins. Carbohydrates, not necessarily essential for us. In fact, not essential at all. But we need fats and we need proteins. Um, but right. proteins is always a big one. Everybody always says, yeah, I can get my proteins from the beans and get protein from vegetables but they don't really understand the difference between proteins in meat, vegetables, legumes. Proteins are in just about every single kind of food, but why is it important to get quality protein and the best protein? Well, just because you consume protein uh, from, from a plant doesn't mean that it's actually going to be absorbed in the way that it is if you eat it through a more uh, a bioavailable uh, source like meat, for example. Yeah. So that's why I always choose to eat beef mainly. Uh, not that it's a better source of protein than any other uh, um, meat, I would say, but uh, or perhaps... Uh, maybe there's a bit more uh, uh, percentage-wise, but um, you know you have this uh, this typical um, uh, tradition of of bodybuilders eating lots of lean uh, uh, chicken, uh, which in my opinion is crazy because it's so lean it doesn't really satiate you, right? And that's why I always choose beef with some, some nice fatty uh, uh, cuts, preferably, uh, so that when I do eat, I stay satiated um, for, for, well, uh, as long as possible, of course, and then uh, uh, get out of that roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, another good thing to touch on is, is to be full, to, to feel like you're full, because yeah. lots of people will have big meals. Let's, let's say it's a big carbohydrate meal of pasta and, uh, and a little bit of vegetables and whatever they want, and they'll say, oh, yeah. I feel full. Well, then in a couple of hours time, you know, that will exactly. have all burnt off. Um, Everybody knows that, that feeling that you go to a sushi restaurant, all you can eat. You eat, you're in round five, you're absolutely stuffed. And you think, I can't even put another uh, sushi in me. And then two hours later, you know, you're at home, you're, you're thinking like, oh, man, I should have had more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's it. Yeah. That's something else. You know? yeah. yeah. I think it's important to understand the way the energy system works on that is that yeah. carbohydrates just burnt off so, so quickly. You know, if we can go back to the roller coaster again, they're burnt off so quickly in minutes and seconds, uh, they're gone. You know, so, yes, okay, straight away, it makes you feel like you're full. But then in a few minutes time, they've gone. You've burnt it off. You've used it. You've used it as energy or you've put it in storage in your, in your body, in your muscles, in your liver, glycogen. But, but protein and fats, while they still go through the same energy systems, it takes hours 
takes a lot longer for them to break down into glucose to store as glycogen and to, to use as energy. So that's the way the body becomes satiated by eating proteins and fats. It takes them hours to metabolize. So that's yeah. what's important for people to understand is be full and be full for a long time as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. if, if then um, people want to follow you, Dan, and follow all the good stuff that you're doing and all the great content you're putting out there, can they follow you on social media? Absolutely. Yeah, I kind of sneakily already uh, inserted my handle there. It's animal-based life form on uh, Instagram and recently also uh, uh, TikTok, which I do not understand at all. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm still trying to uh, get my head uh, uh, through it, but it's, uh, uh, well, it's going to be a, a fun ride trying to discover that as well. Uh, I do have to say, I find it very intense. It's like, it's so much quicker, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure if that's going to be something for me, but you can find me there as well. And you can find me on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, so yeah, connect and uh, send me a message. If you have some, uh, some questions, I'm always happy to, uh, to connect with new people and uh, help them with their, uh, with their new uh, challenge of, of finding the right diet and or lifestyle actually for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Thank you very much for coming on board with us today, telling us your story and helping people understand it's all, it's all valuable information and it Absolutely. always resonates with somebody. There's somebody out there listening who your words are really touching base with. So I thank you very much for coming on and sharing My your pleasure. experience. All right, man.